No money down real estate investing is the number one most searched term on Google for real estate. So I want to talk today about the truth behind investing in real estate with no money down. Oh, that's a fun topic. We've done no money down deals before. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. And technically speaking is that we really learned a lot of things about the mechanics. And is it really no money down? Well, it's none of our money down, but someone's money's down. So when somebody's trying to teach somebody how to do a no money down deal, what are they really teaching them? Raising capital. Raising capital. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the money has to come from somewhere. So when we first did our no money down deal, I remember the first place was in St. Catharines. And we were looking at somebody who was either going to offer us a VTB so we can use some of that money towards a down payment. And we could also borrow money from a private lender, which was 80% loan to value and then we could also raise a little bit of money from person a b and c and they will provide us with a down payment so technically that's no money down on our part and we get to hold title on the property in those two specific deals we actually were offered the vtb but at the same time we found a private lender who's willing to lend us on 90 percent loan to value oh yeah that's right yeah and then, then we got another party to help us with a down payment plus renovation so that was a two acquisition in the same deal and there are multiple ways to structuring that kind of no money down deal whether you are doing the VTB or you're raising capital for someone else. And it just has to do with whether or not you're taking loans or you're doing partnerships. But here's the thing. A lot of people are so attracted to these type of ideas because they don't have a lot of capital to work with. That's why they bought into this kind of concept without knowing the consequence or the things that they're going to experience after the acquisition. Exactly. And here's the thing about it is that people search no money down real estate investing because it sounds very attractive. However, I think it's a little bit misleading because there is a lot of creativity that has to go into it. People see it as a bit of a shortcut. However, it is something fundamentally true for most real estate investors who end up getting to a certain level after so much experience. We've talked about it before how people's limiting factors is not always the fact that you don't have enough money. It's your money that is a limiting factor. No money down deals in the beginning sounds like it's questionable, sounds like it's sketchy, but all the experienced real estate investors are mostly doing no money down deals because they're always using other people's money. They're always raising capital. Because again, here's the thing, it doesn't matter how much capital you have or you have access to, even if it's half a mil, right? Sounds a lot, but after two projects, then you're capped out. Exactly. Right. Then you need to go raise uh, risk capital for for your next project. The downside to it there's is no that there's no, there's no cash flow. There's no money in your pocket now. And a lot of people who do no money down deals, they're essentially leveraged to the hilt and they're waiting for the market to improve so that they can capitalize. No money down deals gives you pretty much only appreciation potential. But that means that it's a very sensitive balance. And that means that if anything goes wrong between now and then, that no money down deal is going to become very expensive. I remember the first couple of deals in St. Catharines, that was like 100% a no money down deal. And then what we found out, because I'm the finance guy, right? I'm like doing all the accounting, bookkeeping and all that stuff at the time uh, for the company. I realized that every month, even at 275000 per property, we were still running a native cash flow. Because yeah. again, Private lending for like 90% uh, for the property that we're doing, plus the down payment renovation. The total cost of the mortgage payment plus all the TMI just doesn't get covered by the rent. I remember at the time, you and I were talking about no money down. It sounds very attractive, but it's still feeling a little stressful because we feel like we're doing all the work to give the money to our lenders. And imagine if you're doing this at 800K per property. This ends up being very expensive. That's where you end up doing private money, which is expensive. Privately raising capital, which is also going to be, if you're taking it as a loan, you're going to have to pay some kind, something that's kind of expensive, or you're going to end up having to give them a share of the profits, which also ends up going to be expensive, but maybe you're not going to be as cash strapped. But the point is that you're always trading some is not just as simple as no money down. Maybe you can find some people who you can capitalize on who aren't going to ask for very much in return, maybe. But that's also hard and that's not as reliable. So that's why it's important to structure your deals more appropriately in a way 
that you can actually win something now. Exactly. And before we talk about the proper way to do it, I want to talk about the 50-50 structure because this is a concept that's been commonly sold on the market right now. A lot of coaches are teaching how to do that, but there are a few downsides of it that I really want to kind of talk about it. Number one is 50-50 structure. It sounds very appealing because you're not putting any money down, but you're promising the other party, the money partner, to recoup all of their capital first, which means without the market appreciating over time, you're not going to recoup any of your capital. You're going to do a lot of work for the first like, maybe one to two years. The money partner is going to recoup all the money through refinancing. And then the next refi or the moment that you need to sell the property, that's when you can really rip out the benefits. So if you look at the timeline, you're not going to get any rewards until maybe three, four years later. You know what? People should be aware because we've talked to a lot of people who do no money down deals right now. And the thing that they all seem to have in common is that they are all waiting for that cash out. A lot of them don't have a lot of capital right now, don't have a lot of liquid funds that they're able to use for new investments, even basic living. They don't have a lot of capital right now, I think, because they are waiting. They're leveraged. They're waiting and they're paying out. There's no cash flow. They've done a lot of work and they are still doing work for these properties and they're not getting paid loud because they're getting paid later. However, have you ever heard the saying that the person who laughed last laughs the loudest? Yeah. So there is the potential that when you do cash out, you're going to be laughing hard. So it's, it's really a sacrifice game. But there's also saying that cash now is always better than cash later. Yes, because now is reliable and later might not come. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right? so what, what happens if there's a litigation with a joint venture partner, right? What happens if one person, uh, your money partner, decide not to do a refi? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, three, four years of work and waiting time becomes a waste of time. Yeah, but what happens, let's say, if you have a job and then you're also having these long-term hold properties, you have your job for your daily bread and butter and then you have uh, your investment properties that if the market does its thing, you're going to cash out large at the end. That sounds like a healthy combination. Yeah, but at the same time, how many deals can you possibly do in a year if you're structuring a deal like this, right? Yeah. The, the way that we're seeing this is that if you can structure a fair joint venture agreement or structure with your people and people can get behind with that kind of concept, you can do multiple deals at the same time. One thing that really bothers me when I hear people saying is that they own or they do the joint venture for maybe six or seven different properties, but they are not giving the option to actually quit their job because the property, the yeah. cash flow from their rental properties doesn't sustain their lifestyle. Okay, so I think we should debunk one thing here. We should really be clear that no money down deals is not necessarily going to get you the option as a real estate investor to quit your job. It might get you a home run or a serious injection of capital years and years and years down the road. However, it's not going to let you quit your job. You're still going to have to work. You need cash flow from somewhere. So let's say somebody wants to get into real estate investing deals because we talked about the 50-50 structure with the JV and that's what's most commonly taught. You bring in the money, I do the work. Very common understanding, but it's often a little bit hard to sell because obviously people feel like they're putting in a lot of money and you're now saying that I promise I'm going to do a little bit of this work and I'm going to take a certain share. That becomes a little bit challenging to sell and it has a limitation of no cash flow. So how can that be structured a little bit better so that you have a little bit of cash flow now and it's easier to propose this kind of partnership? The best way, in my opinion, is the hybrid of a traditional model versus 50 and 50. Okay, so what I mean by that is traditional model is very straightforward. You and I, if we need to get into a deal, 50-50, we're going to find a deal, we're going to budget all the work that we're going to pay out to other people, right? If you want to take on some responsibility, okay, you get compensated, but you and I, we both pay the money. That model is very easy to understand. 50-50, what's going to happen is that you're going to go through a lot of people who feels like this is just not fair because most people understand the traditional model. So the hybrid is that you reduce the 50% of the active partner portion. You might reduce it down to like 20%, 25%, 30%. Some people say, okay, that's not enough for all the work that I'm putting in. But here's the thing, bringing the traditional model where 
you budget the renovation fund, you budget the project management, property management, you budget the deal funding, deal sourcing fee, right? And all of that gets together so that you can get paid with all the work that you're doing. So yes, you're reducing the share of uh, being an active partner, but at the same time, you don't have to put in any capital. They rip out the benefit of 70%, 80% of profit, but in between, they compensate for your time. Listen, yeah. you only need maybe three projects like that then you can replace your full income from your full-time job. We see it all the time where these real estate investors will do a no-money-down deal with partners and then they'll be doing a burst strategy or something. But what ends up happening is the real estate investor gets paid first, which is fine in that model. However, what they've done is they've now promised so much labor, like property management, you know, uh, doing tenant placements, uh, dealing with anything that needs to happen, such as renovations, project management. And this ends up being a lot of work that you're not getting paid for and you have responsibility to. So you have to have budgeted some kind of savings in order to float yourself while you're dealing with all these things until you cash out. And if the market turns like what it did, that means you have to hold it for even longer while not getting paid. And that's going to be a painful process. Yeah. And a lot of real estate investors are talking about cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, right? And these people are being very greedy on the future equity. They're not even taking care of the current cash flow for their own needs. Yeah. And so that's why, like, that's, that's why the, this concept doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, and this is the whole thing about how money in your pocket now is better than money in your pocket later because they're talking about wanting to take a share of the equity that's going to come later. But like we saw the market shift, right? That equity might take so long to happen. And then when you really factor it in with all the work that you ever did, your work might not be well compensated. But at least if you're paying for it now, at least you're going to see some benefits. Yeah, the momentum is very important. Yeah.